Okay, welcome to Esther Club. Um, everything that we told you up until this point was a lie. I'm just kidding. I thought that would be a dramatic way to start. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, wait. I have the thought I can't get out of my head. Hmm. Do you ever feel like the value of a dollar is so different like for different things to the point where I'm like, am I a con artist to myself? Like I will spend $18 on a lip balm, like without even thinking. And then if some, like, like if saltine, yesterday I went to Target and the mini saltines were on sale, but they were sold out. And I was like, oh my God, like now when I come back, I'm not going to get the sale price. But the difference in price is like 20 cents. Mm -hmm. Do you do that? No, I just spend the extra 20 cents. No, but like, do you ever feel like certain things you're freer with your money and other things you're not? Oh, yeah, totally. Yesterday like, at yeah, 9 a.m., I was going to say like, Wait, I bought $400 have... Nikes. And oh, like, my God. Like, you're fired? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I was just going to say like, do you ever feel like you're really like generous with like gifts for yourself, meals for yourself, but then really stingy with like charity? <laughs> I was trying to make a joke. And I mean, yeah, basically. <laughs> I don't think I've ever given to charity. You haven't? I mean, I put a dollar in the basket at church when I was like 13. Church the... is not charity. I will draw the line. Sorry, maybe I should. I guess that's true. I work for a charity, don't I? It's a nonprofit. Yeah. Our nonprofit. So you give charities? your time, but you get paid. Look, right. I don't want to charity shame anyone. It's like we all do. I, I think I've talked about this before. I don't like when famous people are like, donate to this cause. Like when I was like, growing up. Why don't you up, do it? I know. that When I was growing up, I'd always be like, you're a rich movie star. I'm like, yeah. I feel like I say that in every podcast I'm ever on. You're a rich movie star? Wait, <laughs> what Target were you at? Because I live Why? to an... Because I live not to an app block. Not the you. Mm. I should have sent you to your Target to get me the sale price. It's not my Target. And I'm glad you, you didn't send me. <laughs> God. Wait, it is your Target. Yeah, it's like I That's how we talk about things. Oh, it's like your thing. Like, yeah. It's like your, your neighborhood. Whole Foods. Take ownership. Okay. I mean, I like my neighborhood. Yeah. I even looked at apartments on Craigslist the other day just to see what's out there. And I like kept clicking around my neighborhood that I'm in now. Which is kind of lame to like move to the same neighborhood. I don't think so. I think that's a good sign that you're where you're supposed to be. Mm, but it was like only four blocks away. It wasn't like, oh, like a different part of the area, like miles away. It was like. But it shows you're comfortable there. I like that. I like the spin we're taking on it. When I look up places to live, I look up places. Illinois. It's Skokie, <laughs> Illinois. And that's not a good sign because that's still happening to me. What are the places like in Skokie that you can afford or want well i wouldn't say afford because Why? if i were to move to skokie i would have no income mm. so it's like it's tricky like i could yeah that's real tricky <laughs> yeah <laughs> no that's just being homeless i think <laughs> like i would have no income income mm -hmm. i would have no income you could work at the mall but we have an unidentified phone call. I'm not answering it, obviously. Um, 310 could be important. Should it, It's not. It should have been um, on silent night mode. Wait, is there a mode on the iPhone where you can make it so that you can just get a call from your mommy or daddy? Yeah, I actually think there. <laughs> you can just set it up that way. I don't think you. there's like a mommy mode. <laughs> because There's no mommy mode on the iPhone. Because now I have this idea that in order to help me wake up early, I want my mom to call. Because when I first moved to LA, I would do that. 
you would have her call you? Yeah, like when Like I, it's a Marriott? <laughs> That's what like it is, Like a wake yeah. up call? Because Mommy I, Marriott. The first like two years when I was out here, I was staying out till like comedy, you know, like the comedy clubs, 2 a.m., 3 a.m. Yeah. Jinx, buy me a Coke. <laughs> Fuck, I can't. I can't <laughs> afford it. <laughs> I like that you took it seriously. <laughs> you were paralyzed by it. <laughs> I'm stuck. I have to get him a Coke. <laughs> Stop rolling. I have to leave. Um, but yeah, when I first moved out here, I mean, I was obviously, you know, like 21. Even then, I guess it's a little still too old for, for mommy to wake you up. But college kid age is kid, right? When my when I went to college, like my mom, like was there like the first day to help me with like packing, like doing dorm stuff. And like we went back to her, ho- her hotel, mm-hmm. like my sister my sisters were there and stuff and I just cried so much and I was like I'm so not ready for college really yeah I was 18 I was just like bawling crying I was like I just can't do this a year later I was gone wait I I hated college I tried to drop out the first Friday of the first week of school like the first I, Friday the first sounds like a really fun day. The first Friday of the first week of school in college sounds so fun. And it was like I woke up like determined to get out. And it was like I just my parents like put, somehow kept me to stay. How long were you there? I ended up making it two and a half years. So halfway through my junior year was when I finally was like, I'm junior? out. Junior? I made it to you, junior year. But like, are you a real junior? Like you have enough credits to be considered a junior? Like you would only need like a year and a half left to graduate. That's interesting. I don't. I don't know. I think. I, I think I was coming up to the realization where it was like you're gonna need some summer school to make this happen. No, that's not happening. This is all pointless. Yeah. Like that's ridiculous. Like I did summer school in high school, and like. Well, I don't want to call college pointless. But for what I'm for you for you I'm saying well, you don't need education. Well, it might not have been had I like. Because there was a minute there where I was a broadcast journalist, journalism major, and I was like thinking of doing that. But then when I had my internship at the local news station, I was like, it's not going to go this way. How was it? Brutal. Really? Were we you were, like making the, copies and getting coffee? No, stuff like that, that would have been fun. It was just like the technology we were using. I was like, I know this is not lasting. Like it was already outdated in, in 2008. Man. Anyways. <sighs> where were we <laughs> college stuff i'm just stressed for you that like i'm just like back in the college mode it's very stressful like away from family knowing that uh, it's not like for you basically right like, this is not what i want this is and then i always say the worst thing was that like i was at a big 10 school so everyone around me was really happy and having fun and drinking mm-hmm. and in soror- a huge sorority like population on the, at, at the campus yeah, you went to a big state school. Yeah, it's like harder when you're around everyone else having fun. Mm-hmm. Whereas if everyone else was like, this sucks, you'd be like, oh, I'm not weird. Like, we're all unhappy. Would you have been better like at Sarah Lawrence College or whatever? Like a- Maybe. I really wanted to go to UNLV, but my parents wouldn't let me. Why UNLV? They had a good jazz dance program. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But my dad, being a compulsive gambler, wouldn't let me go to Las Vegas. He's still like... uh. You, you don't, you don't ever like like the slot machines, do you? Like he always thinks I'm gonna be a gambler. Oh, uh, maybe he just wants you to like. He wants you to like it, so like it would give him an excuse to like go with you. No, he's like, you're not into that. You're not into <laughs> making money, are you? <laughs> 
You don't like those blinking lights and the free drinks. <laughs> Neon. Yeah. He was like, one time when I went to Vegas, uh, he called me the morning, I think, like of my Vegas trip. Yeah. And he's like, I had a nightmare last night that you stole from Sephora in Vegas and you got arrested. He's like, don't steal in Vegas. They'll, they really will get you there. And I'm like, dad, I don't steal. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently someone does though. <laughs> No, the only stealing... Sephora well, in Vegas. Yeah, there's it, like four. It's awesome. It I, just seems like it would be crowded. Like the Urban Outfitters in Vegas is so crowded. It's like three stories. Are you kidding? Whenever I go, these stores are always empty. When do you go? I used to go. I feel like I was going to Vegas like a couple times a year the last few years. They've like never I've, been empty when I've gone. <laughs> hmm. Making up Vegas in my own head. Yeah, then. like... I want to see the flight manifest. <laughs> You've never been to Vegas. What I do when I go, because people are always like, you don't drink, you don't do drugs, you don't gamble. I've never done drugs there. What do you do there? Well, I walk. I love walking the strip. I go like Sephora hopping. Why are you shaking your head? Because walking the strip is like brutal and not fun. I know. Yeah, exactly. Too hot. Too hot. It's like confusing, misleading. Yeah, you have to take like a bridge to the other side and another bridge to the other side. It's like hectic. There's I know. like, I don't know. I'm not like into it. The last time I was in Vegas was, I don't even want to say it because I want to save it for my stand up special. Say it. When was the last time you were in Vegas? I think you know when. I really don't. Should I announce, should I let the Esther Club listeners, I have not told anyone about this except for people who have seen my stand up. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Do, should this be an Esther Club exclusive? Like you get to know before the special comes out, unless you've seen me live, you already know. Yeah. And if, if you feel differently, you can edit it out. Well, no, I won't do that. I'm going to tell because I am like too excited. I'm not going to tell the story. I'm just going to say what I did. I, it involved me staying at your house oh, for yeah. several days. You were an accomplice. Yeah. My fiance threw a bachelor party. Obviously, that is strange since we don't have a wedding date, but um, I it was in Vegas with his all of his best friends, and I, I did go. It's unannounced, and it did not go well. So you have that little story to look forward to in my special. I'll make sure it's still in there before I... You're not even a wedding crasher. You're a bachelor party yeah, crasher. It, honestly, like I thought it would be like fun and... Mm -hmm. Like funny and all this stuff. And, and then him and his friends were annoyed. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing like just went right over my head. Like you asked me. To, it was above your pay grade. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, yeah. Tell us from your perspective. All I know is that you were like, hey, can you like stay at my house for a couple of days <laughs> and like and nights take care of Donut the dog and like Donut the dog. It's <laughs> like a 1950s cartoon. <laughs> And, um, yeah, it just like kept going. You were like, I'm on my way to Burbank airport. And I was like, oh my God, she's like going to fucking crash this. And then you were like, I landed and it just like kept like going and going and going. Oh, and remember I was texting you on my secret phone oh, because God, I couldn't, secret phone. I couldn't, my, my original main phone had to be off because no location. one could see the location. And I remember my agent was pissed afterwards because he didn't know he because I was like, can you hook me up with like, well, he I had paid for them, but he like 
got them arranged for me to get the Celine Dion ticket. I should a single ticket for me to see Celine Dion. I really thought you were going to say tickets. I almost did. And I was like, that's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he helped me and then he, he helped me get the hotel room and the tickets ticket. And Where'd you stay? The Cosmopolitan. It was that's so right. nice. I've never stayed there. I've always wanted to. It looks super cool. It's expensive. It's all Which I thought was respectful that I chose not to stay at the hotel where my fiance was staying. I stayed at a hotel separate from his where I had a view of his hotel from my hotel. So you had a view I of something see- interesting from your Vegas hotel room. Sensitive subject. What do you mean? The shooting. Why would you even go there? That's where my brain went. You're like disturbing. That's not disturbing. This is an escape from that. Why would you even bring that up? Because that was fresh on my mind. I've stayed at that hotel. That's fresh on your mind. We didn't even mention that hotel. Mandalay Bay. I've well, stayed who there. Said it? I've said there said, more than once. Did you not once. hear me say Cosmopolitan? Yeah, it's not that far from there. Wow, you're a dark kid. So, I'm not a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Esther, you have to remember we're adults now. I thought Weird we agreed. Adults. I thought we agreed we were not adults actually like two days ago. You agreed that, to that. Oh. I don't remember this agreement. Remember when I said it's fun? I said we have to keep acting like we're kids because it's fun. Or I said like we have to. S- I forgot what I, I get, said. I get but, yeah, like I the comedy he- of it all, but like just having a view from a Vegas hotel room, like that saying immediately shot me back. You to have to Mandalay say S H O T. Oh my God, I said it. You're like. I honestly shootings fascinate me and they freak me out. If we can do, oh my god! If we can do video editing, like cut to blur, like at, like we will be back in two moments. Like this is technical like, difficulties. Yeah, in a cartoon this is of like, like we need what? <laughs> <laughs> Say no, it. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> like fucking what's his like some like president of ABC walks out on the screen and is like we are sorry at this time. We will be back soon. Or it's like us as cartoons, like fixing something, <laughs> like fixing a toilet or something, like whatever. I just. But meanwhile, what's really there. happening behind the cartoon is Carlos is getting locked up. For what? Bringing up like a national tragedy? Yeah. We can't just like this hide. Nice. We just can't like put them under the rug or sweep them under the rug. We have to. If they come up in my head, I got to talk about it. I just think like you're really not prepared for this podcast then. Wow. Safe, positive, and fun. That was what we took the oath to, the SPF oath. Look, I'm not saying pretend these things aren't real, but that's what it bring them like up out of nowhere. Me. That's just like, you're out. Really? I'm out because I brought up Mandalay Bay? Stop bringing it up. It's just a nice hotel now. I'm sure they cleaned up the room. It's very sad. It's very sad. It's horrible. And now that's what we're talking about on my comedy podcast. Let's keep going. Let's no, let's keep talking about horrible tragedies. What okay. else you got? 911? <laughs> <laughs> oh you just asked. It was rhetorical. Oh my god. Do not say that. That's a tragedy. Oh my god. I oh. didn't say any of the Real dark ones. What? There's worse ones. There are levels of shootings. Real, stop. Stop. Real dark ones. So wait. Okay. 9-11. I don't want to say it. Don't even. I'm promising you don't do it. Do you know what I'm going to say? No. And don't do it. And I can't believe you'd say 9-11 wasn't real dark. There are it's levels the of these worst tragedies. terrorist attack ever. Is that true? I don't know because this is not a terrorist fact podcast. 
Okay. Don't. It's real zero dark thirty in here. That's not. It's a okay. little silly. I still haven't seen the last seven minutes of that movie, and I don't know what happens. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I saw it on a plane, and then we landed safely. <laughs> okay, I'm looking at my phone because I had okay. I'm really shutting my mouth right now. Uh, what? Just no. About the Whisper plane. it. Whisper it. No. Whisper it, and I'll say. If I it's just safe. think you need to see the last seven minutes. By the way. Why? Because that's like because you're a movie nerd and you want everyone. To I'm not a movie nerd. You classify me as this like cinephile guy, and someone on like Twitter even like made fun of me about it. Like oh, <laughs> like all men and like <laughs> film school talk down to me. All this kind of stuff. It's, it's like that's crazy. I brought up teaching Mrs. Tingle, and that makes me some like crazy like French New Wave guy. Like, that's but can not I the say case. this? It's a real thing that guys often will do this to girls. Where they're like, how have you not seen literally every guy I've And dated? I'm aware of that and no. I'm not doing that to stop, you. Stop, stop, stop. You're getting too angry. I'm not angry. You, I'm not attacking you. You're smiling at me. I want you to know that I'm not attacking you. I'm, I'm saying like why she said that to you. Mm-hmm. And it's not about you. Mm. It's about all the guys we date that are like, how have you not seen Annie Hall? I'm like, I don't know. Like, I just didn't see it. Like, maybe because Woody Allen is like, I've never seen it either. There's really? so many movies that like I've I haven't seen that I would be embarrassed to say I haven't seen, but I'm at the point in my life where I don't care. But at the same time I get it. Like if I met someone who hadn't seen Titanic, I'd be like what? Like what are, are That would be weird. What country are you from? Like I don't you're not we don't have the same experience then. But So you can't relate to someone from a different country. Oh my god. <laughs> if they haven't, <laughs> if they seen, haven't seen Titanic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I should have said planet. I didn't want to say planet because I didn't want to make it like alien based, you I know? See. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to make it one step below alien. Like racial. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not even gonna address that because this is I'm not gonna address that. That would be degrading to me. Um and to the other countries that I have offended, that I haven't named. Who knows? It could be a country that everybody hates. What's a country everyone hates? <laughs> I, f- I have one coming to mind, but now I'm scared to say it. What is it? Doesn't everyone hate Russia? I'm Russian. I was thinking about that today. That's crazy you say that. I was thinking, I think Russians, like, I n- I've never gotten along with them. Like in West Hollywood, you see them a lot. Oh, well, now you're just being raci- racist. I was saying the country. Oh my gosh. It's it's less racist to hate a country than it is the people from the country. You just hate the land, like the barren, like Siberian. Well, land. I think that I from what I understand, people don't like like Russia's like got a bad rap. And I am, like I said, Russian Jewish ancestry, so I feel safe-ish saying that. I am also I have no idea. But what's interesting is some of my friends that went to Russia um told me that when they were there like Russian people were literally fighting each other over treating the American visitors well. Like it is so important to them that the Americans have a good experience there. They like will take them around, buy them stuff. Manipulative. It, oh, that's I don't buy it. It's, it's like an old guy taking a young hot girl on a date. Yeah, it's like it's like you don't you want something. Like in India, I've heard that when you go, like um, they'll all take pictures with like the white people. 
because it's so rare to see someone from like the West or whatever. But in, that seems like genuine and like, oh, interesting, a person from another land or whatever. Mm -hmm. But in Russia, like the falling all over each other to like hold the door open for an American woman just seems like. It was guys. But like, what do you want? Like, what do you want from oh, me? Why do you want to be so nice to so me? So now you're insulting my ancestry? That's not true. Wow. No, it's okay. I got. I feel a little bad about bringing up the other stuff earlier. What the sh the shots? Yeah, shots. Uh, why spell it if you're? Well, just gonna... I think you spelled it wrong. It's s h o o t i n g s. <laughs> but you got what I. This is what I. You understood. M a s s. You understood s h o t s. So you should feel bad. I do feel a little bad, but I do also think. That there are levels to them. Oh my and god! Then some Stop. are levels. No, 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 no. So certain people's lives have levels than no, other levels. No, that's crazy. That's no, what you said. But okay, well, changing. So I can't. Okay, I can't. we got to keep going. This is just like you keep. You feel bad, but you want to go there again. That's like that. I'm telling you're you, you're right. It's dark. like a fake apology. Like I'm sorry, but you really did exactly. I can't believe I was fucking doing that. <sighs> With the f word. <laughs> Carlos, do you see a therapist? I see, yeah, I have two therapists. Same. You do? They talk to each other. I had to sign like a form. <laughs> Wait, what did the form say? Like I authorized my two therapists to hang out and talk about me. I was like, hell yeah. I would sign that form for anybody. I want one of these forms. My therapists don't know each other. Oh, mine do. Mine's like a, like a regular once a week therapist. And the other one is an MDMA therapist. Isn't that a Madonna album? No, it's mostly referred to as ecstasy. It's like a drug therapy. What? Yeah, they give me MDMA and like... Wait, are you joking? No, I'm not joking. So you do drugs? Like state certified therapy. How often? Like once every three months. Why? Because it's supposed to be like radical, like transformative How'd experimental therapy. How did you even therapy. get into this? Because I know someone who got into it. Who? They're a very wise person. I look up to them. Who? I'll tell you after. I'm really blindsided right now, especially on air for you to be telling me that you do drug, like state It's not like, drugs. no, they're not like playing like. Uh, you know, house music in the background. There's no like strobe lights or anything. It's like a very spiritual thing. It's like cool. This I get a lot out of it. Like I see visuals and the therapist like talks me through them and like brings up things in my life. And I just want really you to cool. know I'm going to talk about this with my parents. And I'm I'm telling on you. You can tell on me. Do your parents know? Yeah. Yeah. Liar. That's not a lie. All right, we'll call my mom right now. Really? Do you want to call and ask? What does she think about it? I think she's like, let Carlos do what he needs to do. Right. You They're just kind of I mean? like over you and your problems. They're not over me and my <laughs> problems. I don't bring that many problems to them. Do you think your parents ever get over you? Are you kidding? Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> what am I? <laughs> <laughs> when I'm in their house and every day my dad says, when are you leaving? Stop crying. You're not sad. You're 31 years old. You need to get out of here. Um stuff like that yeah and you're out of there hang up on her is the thing my dad will often say when my mom's talking to me <laughs> <laughs> you're still talking to her hang up on her but and you I love your dad still oh yeah we all are we all have so much fun together but like 
it seems it sounds like a love language like your dad being tough on you like so if he acted differently like we've talked about this before if your parents were like really nice to you one day it'd be weird yeah and when they are nice it is weird and i don't like it i hate it when they're nice. not with my mom as much but my dad like when he's like i'm proud of you i'm like stop like no it is strange yeah i'm like get a life I'm like, you need to be mean to me so that I continue to try and make you proud, basically. Right. Like, stop breaking the cycle. Or, like, just so that I leave and don't stay here. <laughs> anyway. Um, should we do... So- Firstly, um, guys, this is the first podcast that we are recording since we launched. I know that might make you feel like, what? This is, like, five weeks in. But we just had to pre-record a bunch um and then as you all know things took longer to launch because of my mental break um which will be a recurring theme that we bring up i the launch day was yesterday and i'm it was so much fun like everyone has had really funny comments and which reminds me i noticed that i've been saying like comment a question on instagram which you can still do that but i think it'll be easier if you comment your questions for me on the youtube comments if you're watching this by video um and i know people have been asking about like spotify and stitcher which i have no answer so i don't know why i brought it up unless the producers here have something to say they're nodding they'll do it okay they'll do it so it's probably been done um but i'm really glad that there's like genuine excitement and i really do feel like this podcast is made it's for the super fan and it's i know it's cheesy to like (laughs) say you have super fans but it that's what it's for like it's it's not for i don't even i don't think it's for people in my business i don't think it's for people i work with i think this is for just the people that have like been with me or are new maybe that you're new and you're just into this podcast because like you have something wrong with you like we welcome you too um but yeah i just want to say thank you to everyone who's been listening subscribing rating reviewing um and that's really it I don't know. Sorry, that was like pointless, but I do mean it. So, are you okay? What do you mean? You were five minutes late today, and I just feel like your energy's a little. What? I feel like you're like I. I want to know if you're okay or not. Like, okay, can I say something? It's your podcast, apparently. I kind of don't like when people ask me, "Are you okay?" I asked you before the show, and you said, "Save it for the show." <laughs> I- <laughs> so I could blast you. No, I like I'm just like checking in on you as a friend. No, I am okay. I woke up. I stayed in bed. I'm trying to get it right out of bed when I wake up. And yeah. today, I, and I've been doing well with that. But today, I stayed in bed for like an hour before I got out of bed. That's it. But that's not why I was late. I mean, maybe I guess you could trace it back to that. But it's not even about being late. It's more like also I was only. 1.5 minutes late. Yeah, I mean, it, lateness, tardiness is not the issue. Mm-hmm. What's it's, the issue? It's more like I want to know how you're feeling. Right, since the whole incident. What incident? Running away from home. No, just since I talked to you yesterday. Oh, I'm fine. I don't believe it. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm like, I'm taking the steps towards making my life something that I can stick with the way Mm -hmm. it is now. Um, Yesterday, I bought myself some furniture, which I've kind of never really done. Oh, cool. Um, And the lady at the furniture store was so awesome and so helpful. But when I was leaving, she was like, I just want you to know, like, if you're ever feeling lonely, you have my number. Like, we should totally get lunch. 
I was like, wow, I'm really giving off the vibes. I don't think that happens to most people, though. Yeah. That's like a Hollywood thing, I think. No, it wasn't a she's really? not Hollywood. She was she, I I think that while I was picking out the furniture, I kind of told her I was homesick. Mm. And she like kind of picked up on yeah. that and she was really kind and it, it just made me feel like good. I That's don't know. amazing customer service. Yeah. Like that Get wouldn't lunch. happen with me. <laughs> like if I bought a couch from this woman, she and I was like, oh, God, I just missed my family in Texas. <laughs> She wouldn't be like, oh, do you want to hang out later, Carlos? She'd be like, okay, like that's $4.99 for the couch. <laughs> you can go now. Apple Pay. Like it just wouldn't go there. That is interesting that you attract like pretty strangers to want to hang out with you though. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's like pe- care- caregivers like me. Oh, like if you're a natural caregiver, you're just such an obvious thing to care for. Yeah. Caregivers are drawn to me. Like a puppy or something. Right. Like you just want to like feed it, Pet put it, it to bed. Oh wait, you walk know what? it, water it. <laughs> One time I remember I was like in a fight with a boyfriend in high school, and I was like, I don't need that much, okay? I need food, water, sunlight, and I was like, Oh no, I'm not a plant. Yeah, you're not a sunflower. <laughs> <laughs> um, I oh, this is interesting. My dad was telling me that PETA people for the ethical treatment of animals are now saying that you shouldn't call your dog a pet. What do we think of that? I mean, I, I think dogs are like your family member. Same. You can call them. It doesn't matter what you call them, but I, I think parents always have PETA updates. Really? Yeah. Well, it's just because the woman was on Bill Maher and my dad watches Bill Maher. My dad watches it too. Really? I listen to the podcast version on Saturday mornings. Oh, I didn't know that was... I should do that. Yeah. I listen to it before I go to work. It's the full episode just as a podcast? They even have like bonus stuff too. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh. It's like, I think HBO has like a... That would be good for me because I'm trying to also think of ways to like have more quote unquote community. So I want to like listen or watch things that like my family watches Mm. so that I can like have things to talk about. Do you watch it thinking about them or listen to it thinking about them? Because knowing, like, I didn't watch or listen to Bill Maher before my dad told me he did. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, so you did the same thing. Yeah, and it makes me really happy. Like, I feel like I can connect with him in that way. And, like, I look forward to discussing things with him. And I also feel grateful. It's like, oh, my dad watches Bill Maher. Like, he's, like, he actually cares about not, like, liberal or conservative, but about anything. And mm-hmm. that's, like, cool to be able to talk to about it with Yeah, them. I genuinely think, like, that's one of the downsides of there being so much content, which I'm very – I love it. I'm never going to be that person that's, like, there's too much on TV. It's, like, what you're complaining, there's, like, too many good things in your life. Like, I don't get that. But that said, like, I think it's important to still kind of keep up with what's popular or, like, watch the same things as some people you know because – I do long for like that time when like everybody watched American Idol and we all mm. talked to like Scrubs. I, we all knew. I didn't watch that one, but I know what you mean. Like everyone did. Can I be honest with you? You didn't either. Yeah. <laughs> but that is a show that like today only a couple people would watch. But back then everyone watched and talked about. Yeah. And I think like maybe if you're listening to this and you're looking for an idea, like you could just get a group of friends and be like, let's all watch, I don't know, Dollface, Alone Together, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Like, you pick whatever show of those you want, but, like, 
But in all seriousness, like I do like the idea of having like a group and talk, like it could be this podcast. And like discussing it later, just naturally. Yeah, that is, and this probably most people are like, yeah, I do that. It's like very basic, but some of us are getting the basics together at this age, so. Yeah, some of us are so nuts. We have to like analyze <laughs> the things you do naturally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. You also did the Bill Maher thing with your dad. Yeah. Do we have the same dad? I know. I'm like, we're we're brothers. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> I start crying. My brother. <laughs> I punch you. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> um, well, that wouldn't make sense that because like, we both have dads that are into comedy and that's like how we probably, you know, oh, definitely. got introduced in, into it. In the 90s, what were your dad's comedies? Was he like into SNL? Yeah, we watched like SNL. Letterman was huge. Uh, I still call it Letterman. Oh, yeah. I like that. Um, I want it. Let's do a segment. Okay. Let's do what do you have a taste for? This is a segment where we talk about like if you could eat anything right now, what do you want? What are you going to eat later? Whatever. So for me, I made myself a breakfast today. I had scrambled eggs, corn tortillas, black beans, guac, peppers, and salsa. It was it was good. That's a hell of a breakfast. Yeah. And you made it home? I'm really into cooking right now. Um, I So I don't, I'm like pretty full. That's so awesome. I don't really have a taste for anything. But I do feel like I could really go for tonight, like some kind of like savory but sweet, like like Asian dish, like. I was thinking that, like some sort of... I don't know what, but there's this place, I'll say it, there's this place in Portland called Nong's Chicken. Nong's Chicken. Yeah, am I wrong? But you can't eat chicken. No, but they do a tofu version and it's so good and that's what I'm craving, but they're in Portland, so... How often are you in Portland to develop a craving for one of their meals? I was there a lot last year, actually. Oh, Yeah, Nong's, Yeah. When I was shooting Shrill and then I forgot I did like shows there. Portland is very LA adjacent. Like there's a lot, you know. We have reciprocity. Doesn't make my sense. My ex-wife lives there. And my ex-girlfriend. I have two exes in Portland. It's a small city. They probably live right next door to each other, or some shit. Right next door. I'm the I was trying to demean Portland a little bit world. by calling it a small town. <laughs> the world isn't like a sitcom based on your exes. Oh, where they happen to know each other. <laughs> they date the same guy or something. Uh, what What do you have a taste it's for? It's just a sense. Um, hand rolls right now. Uh. Remember when I had three hand rolls? I, I, that weekend you went to Vegas. Uh-huh. You asked me what my dinner was. Oh, yeah. And I said, oh, I had three hand rolls from this one place. And you were like, that is not a meal. <laughs> That's not enough. And then you brought your fiance into the group text and you were like, is three hand rolls enough? And he was like, no, I wouldn't be full from that. And it became this whole thing. Well, you have really strange eating habits. You don't eat enough. I upped it to four. Four hand rolls. In I'm the, a regular at this sushi bar now on Wilshire. In I the really comments like below, is three hand rolls in a meal? Will you be full after three hand rolls or do you need more like five? Five is ridiculous. That's insane. Five is like gluttonous. Oh. Oh. Five hand rolls? That's gluttonous. That's also the max you can get at Kazunori. No, you can get six. What did you just call it? Kazunori? 
Hmm. I see Kazunori. Well, I have a record of saying things wrong, apparently. I'm exhausted. <laughs> it's it's because you're a fool. <laughs> Which is another word I say wrong. I know. Fool. F-O-O-L. You say it like fool. This How do you say fool? No, I'm not doing that. Okay, we this can't. Is, it's you, like it's like a comedy routine. We're like going in circles, and or you something. just do it for attention. That's it's not so for attention. Obvious. That's crazy. It's so like we're third literally grade. on camera. Like I need more attention. It's in third grade. You do two things for attention. <laughs> one, you bring a pack of gum to school so everyone will be your friend and get one from you. Was this the fifties? Two. Pack of you gum. say a word wrong and then you're like, what? You're saying I said it on and purpose And then everyone like, wrong? makes fun of you and you're like, what did I do? <gasps> did I really say it wrong? That's insane. <laughs> to think I'm starving for attention like that. No, I get it. Like, look, Carlos, we all get it. Like, it's called Esther Club. Like, I know that like, but it's just never going to be Carlos Club. <sighs> <laughs> and that's like built into the system that we created here. Yeah, by calling it Esther Club. That's the system. I understand that. I know. and it like. But just, I'm not looking for extra attention. I was actually being vulnerable because it's something I really never talk about unless it's brought up by a close friend like you, my brother. <laughs> Wait, do you have one or two sisters? Two. Really? Yeah. Because I noticed like 20 minutes ago you said sisters and I was like, wait, you have two sisters? Mm -hmm. Carolina and Dallas and Candace and Austin. How old are they? Carolina's like 23. Did I meet both of them at the wedding? Yeah. You did. You met Carolina because she's like an Esther fan. I don't even think she knew I knew you. She she like does her own thing. You, you have then, these mysterious sisters. That's not true. They're not mysterious. I just told you about them. <laughs> yeah. Eight years into the friendship. You, I probably told you years ago and it just never came up again. I'm not super close with Carolina. Or Candace, but Candace and I are closer in age, so we knew each other better. Mm -hmm. And our relationship has gotten <clears throat> bigger over the past couple of years. Mm -hmm. Like Candace got married, and I really like her husband and mm. I like her dog and stuff. And Carolina's dating some like blah guy in Dallas. I don't blah know. Blah guy. Blah. I don't know what to think about him yet. Mm. Apparently, he might come to our, to our Hawaiian family vacation this summer. You're going on a family vacation. Mm -hmm. Do you want to come? Yeah, that'd be fun. I went a couple of years ago. Oh my God, a family vacation sounds so fun. You never go on family vacations. No, my parents don't do that. Yeah, we're going to go to Hawaii and stay somewhere. Wow. But I think it's just going to, it's going to be like Candace and her husband, Carolina and her boyfriend. If they last that long, they're young. Who knows? Wow, you hate this guy. I just don't know him. It's just like another man. Like I just don't know him. That's so funny. When my best friend was dating a guy her mom didn't like, I was like, what'd you think of him? And she's like, I'd met him before. She just kept saying that like it was this politician script. I had met him before. I had yeah, met like, him before. Just as non-controversial as possible. Yeah. Which is actually a good parent because a bad parent would be like, I fucking hate him. Yeah. That's what I would be like. I hate your fucking boyfriend. Break up with him or break his legs. Have your parents ever done that to you? No, they don't care about who I'm with <laughs> ever. Never, ever. Okay, um, last week we talked about my best friend, Christina, who I grew up with, who gave really unflattering concerns and made me mad. We still have more from her. Oh, God. Well, I wanted to create a segment based on Christina, which is called the Best Friend Tribute Segment. 
And this is where whenever you feel like it, if you're not picking up on it, these segments can last up to one, one to a thousand weeks. But the best friend tribute segment is where you talk about something about your best friend. Okay. We may as well call it the Christina segment. But I was I had told you this story this week. We were hanging out and I realized that I wanted to tell it on the podcast. So one of the reasons why Christina is my hero and my be- like the person I look up to is that Christina and I were in a car accident together and she saved me from the wreckage. Sounds dramatic? It, it is. is. Christina and I and her grandma, one Sunday morning, were driving to Burger King in time to get Cindy Minis before the breakfast closed up shop. And we were driving pretty slow, but we did hit a small tree and our car flipped upside down. And I was very scared, like screaming, scared, hanging upside down from a car, like had no idea what to do, just in complete shock. And Christina had the exact opposite reaction. She literally just unbuckled herself, stepped out of the car, freed her grandma, and then freed me. And I'm like, oh, she's my hero. (laughs) She saved me from a car wreckage. And so I just wanted to say shout out. Thank you, Christina, for saving my life from the flipped over car in sixth grade, I think. That's such a crazy story. Yeah. You were driving slow. You hit some Charlie Brown tree. And next thing you know, you're hanging upside down. Yeah, it was really weird. That like who was driving? Her grandma. Grandma's I know they're stop driving the kids from I'm not into grandma's driving. It's not with kids. Like my grandma picked me up from high school once with my friend Gabe. And like I thought it was funny to put the car in neutral (laughs) while she was driving. And it's like these it's just too crazy. Like you lose total control over who you are in this world when you're with your grandma. But Christina like lived part-time with her grandma. So Christina's grandma was like Why'd she live part-time with her grandma? I mean, that's like, it's uh, not like, my business. Okay. But so, and I was always there. But basically, like me and Christina, I feel like both lived part-time at her grandma's house. So it wasn't just like grandma was in town. It's like grandma's our regular provider. Yeah, I had to see my grandma pretty regularly when I was a kid. It was not, like my dad wasn't into it. He was like annoyed of her all the time. Mm. Yeah, like my mom didn't want to deal with it and like. Like, I would get to her place after school. There'd immediately be, like, dominoes waiting. Like, Dr. Peppers everywhere. It's just, like, too much freedom. Like, even as a kid, I was like, this is, like, I need some boundaries. It's I See, I had that in my own house. Not like I was showered in Dr. Peppers, but, like, there wasn't really boundaries. And that's also, I spent most of my time at Christina's grandma's house, which was, like, the no-boundary grandma house. So... I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's why I'm having like later in life problems is mm. no one was like, make your bed, bitch. Like I was like literally told to make my bed, bitch at military school. Like wait. I, you know, I went to military school. What? Like Esther, Esther what? you know this about me. What? <laughs> this is either crazy. You kept it a secret or a huge it's lie. So you sound like a movie. Marine Military Academy in Harlingen, Texas. What it years? Wasn't a lie. What grades? It was oh three. No, what grades? I don't care the year. It was like over the summer and I was going to stay for the school year, but I ended up not staying because I weaseled my way out of Oh, that. you just did a summer? You don't get it, to- With the real Marines, it was like hard. Why did you get out? You're like lazy baby. No, I actually had a good time. I actually thought that like within two days, I had a lot of friends and I was like, oh, I'd be good in jail. Like if I went to jail, like I'd have friends immediately. 
I have a, I know it's like wrong to say this, but I do have this like idea in my head of going to prison for two weeks and then just like getting on structure, you know, like waking up, eating your meals at the same time every day, mm. like reading like, and like I, the threat of death might just like make your skin better or something just from like feeling like so alive or something <laughs> i don't think that makes your skin better i think stress makes it worse okay well that sounds more right than what i said <laughs> <laughs> um i i ran out like i escaped from military school one night so i had one like cool friend there that i really liked it was this black guy and i was like okay he's like one of the only black guys i need to like connect mm -hmm. and we escaped one night and we went to see spider-man too Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my and I God. was so nervous. And we were right next to um to the Harlingen airport. So for part of it, you had to get on the runway to get out of the military school. Like our barracks, like I could see planes landing at night and hear them all night. Was Spider-Man 2 the one with Doc Ock or is that one? I'm pretty sure that's one. Yeah. One is so that's good. Like James Franco's dad, is that? Yeah. Character? Okay. Okay. This, that Spider-Man series was good. I didn't like the third one. It was the one of the first movies I saw at the Grove. Lucky. And like it was mine was uh, I love you, man. At the Grove. Yeah. I saw the the arc light. Oh, that was like a bad night for me. I was with my girlfriend and like her friends. Wow, I give you one little way to talk about movies, and you're just like you can't stop. <sighs> <laughs> I feel like I don't take in that many movies. Like I've just the accumulated them over life. Really sensitive for you. No, I think it's a memory thing. Like I just have a good memory, and you're making fun of me more for that. Now you're bragging. <laughs> it's good to be humble, Carlos. I think I have a good memory. <sighs> Let's have a moment of silence for all of Carlos's offenses today. <laughs> I had some bad ones from the get-go. Really trying to get out of that hole. Um, let's do questions and concerns. Okay. I have a concern here. Okay. It's actually, it starts out, it's a, it's an alarming situation. It's like a beyond a concern, I think. It's alarming. What? I'm scared. This is from Christina. Okay, I'm scared. It's alarming that we've stalked your ex-boyfriend of 15 years ago so much that my current boyfriend of nine years knows exactly where your ex lives, who he's married to, his family and friends' names, et cetera, with ever, without ever even meeting the guy. Why don't you say that one again? Because I think people need to take it in. It's alarming that we've stalked your ex-boyfriend of 15 years ago so much that my current boyfriend of nine years knows exactly where your ex lives, who he's married to, his family and friends' names, without ever even meeting the guy. Okay, yeah. I stalked my ex a little longer than your average... Joe? Than your average thing of that. Yeah, I've driven past the house. In Illinois? Yeah. Is uh, it nice? Like, what's the deal? I'm not going to like... It's fine. It's not nice or not nice. I don't drive past it like based on its real estate value. I drive past to see if his car is out front. That's worse. <laughs> I, it's a thing to do. You know, like, it's just a thing you do. It's not like I'm going to go in. I'm not going to knock on the door. I'm not going to, like, deliver 15 pizzas to them. <laughs> I'm just, like, checking in. 
within a boundary that is legal, okay? I'm working within the legal system and I'm doing what I want to do, what is interesting to me, within what is, no laws have been broken. So I don't feel like it's that bad, but I, I haven't done it in like a while. I think this person is saying that it's just alarming that like that her boyfriend even knows everything about him. Yeah, we did realize that because she was driving me home in January. No, whenever it was like maybe November, we were driving around Skokie, Christina and her fiance, and we were driving around that area. And I was like, should we drive past so-and-so's house? And then her fiance, David, was like, yeah, I can turn here. Like he knew where to go. <laughs> and Christina <laughs> was like, no, 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 no. And so she, we didn't do it. When did you date him? High school? High school. No hard feelings. It's this is all just a funny bit. It's just for fun. I don't want to. I we're it's over. I'm we've for all, fifteen years. Yeah. Yeah. Around then, it's it was just like a tough breakup. Yeah. You know, I think it was a really mean, bad breakup. On his part, he was mean to you. I would say that some of the things that happened were mean. Yeah, I would. It seems like you haven't dropped it. Like you haven't like not that you haven't gotten over it. I mean, that's like a harsh way of saying it, but like, yeah. Well, if you had a bad breakup with someone, it kind of doesn't really matter how long ago it was. Like you still kind of are like, why like spin fuck zone. You. <laughs> like you're a fucking jerk, you know? But that doesn't mean that like I'm not happy in my current relationship or the last like four relationships. Like I've had great relationships since then mm -hmm. but there's something i think everyone can relate to there's something about that high school that first one where like everyone in high school thinks like oh this is it and then i they do <laughs> <laughs> i feel like things took a turn where he like made me a little bit crazy mm. and i don't really want to be the give all the specifics but it had to kind of almost do with the entertainment industry too like he was also pursuing that for mm -hmm. a minute and like kind of made me feel really small in that mm -hmm. field and so there's like that linked up with it yeah. and then there's you know like i again like i just feel really bad being too specific because like i know this can get sent around like from people in my high school like look how it's like scary she's like not over it has that ever happened before anything you've done in show business has been passed around oh i don't know how would you know i'm just wondering i thought you were referring no to no i'm just happens. it's like hypothetical but yeah i um i will say that i think it's interesting to explore these feelings and to indulge a little bit as opposed to like being shy about it and pretending like you're not obsessed with your ex and pretending like you don't care. Like mm. I'm comfortable exploring these things and why they feel strange and why they're awkward. Like I just, in general, I have that policy. Like once I was like hanging out with a guy years and years ago and he was like, is it okay if I kiss you? And I was like, well, not, no, but like, let's talk about this. You know, like let's sit in this awkwardness and talk about it because I think that that's exciting. Like, mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I think real, honest, awkward things are interesting to me. So I like to dig in and explore them as much as possible. It's not always possible, but. That's cool. So this is like an awkward thing. Like my high school ex 
messed me up and like he his wife blocked me on facebook and (laughs) why what happened was there an issue yeah okay we don't have to get into it and like we don't like also there's so few people in my life that like i don't talk to like Mm -hmm. everyone that's been in my life like we communicate like we touch base like there's nobody that's like check-ins nobody's cut me out and i feel like they cut me out i'm just like all right well then i'm gonna be obsessed and wonder wonder about it i feel like it's reached the point where now i sound crazy instead of laughing with me everyone's like oh my god ezra's crazy no i like that there's this new policy that's been revealed that you can indulge in your resentments about exes Mm -hmm. now i want to do it because mm. i'll shut it down i'll like just i'll resent and like try and hide it because i'm embarrassed yeah it is em- it's embarrassing but i don't want to talk about it with like you even you know what i mean yeah like, it's embarrassing for my close friends like, i know i remember when you first got divorced and you told me like you were embarrassed to tell me i was like i felt so embarrassed i was shocked i'm like are you crazy like don't be embarrassed yeah a friend told you yeah and i was at like my sister's rehearsal dinner and I got a bunch of texts from you being like, hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? <laughs> and then within 30 seconds, there was also a text that was like, hey, just FYI, I know. Yeah. Like, I know. I don't want to be like, hey, just checking in. What's new? <laughs> no, I knew that I was going to have to reveal. But I was very embarrassed about it. Yeah, it's interesting the things that we're embarrassed by. And then other people are like, what? <laughs> yeah, I had no idea that it was like chill. Like when I told you I was embarrassed, you were like, yeah, like you couldn't have been more surprised of that emotion yeah but that helped me because now i feel not embarrassed at all i think that's good i feel like we should wrap it up um what before i forget i want to say that i'm coming to indianapolis in april about questions and concerns no i want to do a question but i just didn't want to forget that in april i think it's like 9th or 11th i'm coming to indianapolis to the helium um and that's probably going to be my only date to like much later in the year uh, because of Dollface season two. So let's take a question. Okay. Here. The question is, do you like me from Allie Baby 90? Yes, I like you, Allie Siegel. I I love her. She's so funny. She always wants to know if you like her or not. I'm like, why? She's cool. Yeah, of course. I'm like, yeah, I like her a lot. I remember I went to P.F. Chang's with Allie. Not just like me and Allie. It wasn't like a date or anything. There were other people there. And you saw my location that I was at P.F. Chang's. Mm, and I was upset. No, but then you also saw that Allie had tagged herself at P.F. Chang's oh, on yeah. Instagram. And then me and Dave were like, are they on a date? And I got 50 texts while I'm there <laughs> like about this situation. It was very embarrassing for me. If you don't have your friend's location, like you're missing out on so much opportunity in life. Let's do another question because I feel like that was... Yeah, I know. That was just like a, a, a silly a 1B. one. Oh, I feel like I need to bring this up because three people asked it in the same screenshot, which is people want to know about Esther Club merch. Oh. They are really into the idea of having t-shirts, things like that. I'll work on that. I will work on that, of course. You guys know I love my little t-shirt limited edition things. We have the oat milk princess t-shirts. We have the broken toe t-shirts. Yeah. I want to do that. And I also, there's an, I have a t-shirt idea for when my special comes out too, so. Oh, cool. Do you prefer stand-up or acting from Nate Huffman? I love both. I think you've asked me this one already on this show. No, I think I've just gotten multiple versions of it, probably. So then that's what I said. Made a mistake. I like both. They both supply different things. Feels like a very canned answer. But it, that's like what it. It's the truth? Yeah. Really? 
Yeah, right now I like. Right now I'm doing neither, and I like that. <laughs> you need it, no, Esther. You need to go do one or the other. Save this for off air. I'm in retirement mode of retirement clothes. What's a typical day in Esther's life look like from DP 2015? Um, right like now is wake up as early as I can, get a coffee, take a walk. I like getting the selfies from you on the coffee walk. <laughs> it's like it makes me look forward to my coffee walk. Yeah, it's because you wake up before me. It's a good feeling, and then I like t I have to dedicate some time to like work stuff. So I'll usually like set up with my iPad and, you know, go through that, then like plan what I want to make for food. This is because I'm off. Like that's the thing. There's no average day. Like come May, my day's going to be wake up at 5 a.m., go to work at home at like 9 p.m. Like and they'll, that'll be it. Um, I think the day off in your life is like interesting to people though. Yeah. The day off, the ideal day off is wake up, walk, get a coffee, walk more, Spend some time journaling, do some like little email-y stuff, check in on social media, plan a meal, hit up a grocery store and for anything you need, listen to some podcasts, like try to really consume some good entertainment, like get out of your own head and indulge in other people's stuff um, and get in bed at like eight, have tablet time from eight to nine Seinfeld at nine. You've been doing tablet timer. You've been getting in bed around eight. Eight ish. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's great. I love it. And then fall asleep to Seinfeld. Like, get watch two episodes, fall asleep on the third one. All right. This has been Esther Club. I'm sick of talking and hearing myself. So, and also it's been we're over we're over time. Um, you guys, thanks for listening again. Indianapolis, April. Um. Is there anything else? Like, I don't think so, right? No. This isn't... I was like, I'll start a podcast. I'll promote everything. And I'm like, I have nothing to promote. I mean, yeah, it just comes and goes. Right now you have helium. And that's on the dock for now. Yeah. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs>